Joel chapter 2 and verse 21. It says, Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Notice the word land. Fear not, O land. Are you hearing? Fear not, O land. The Lord is speaking to you. Fear not, South Africa. Fear not, South Africa. Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are springing up, and the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For He has given you the former rain faithfully, and He will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. And here it is. So, I will restore to you. So, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust, my great army, which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. I want to remind you today that the God we serve, there is no other. We don't have to apologize for it. There may be many things that other people believe in this world, but you know what the truth of the matter is? That there is no other. There is no one else. There is no other. I think of the, the prophets of Baal and how they cut themselves trying to get their altar to burn. And then Elijah, he called on the name of the Lord. And even though the altars had been saturated with water, they were consumed. And the water, great amounts of water in the pit around the altars were consumed as well. And then the king said that this is the only true God and that he must be praised and worshipped in the land. But it says, so I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. And I want to say to you this morning, and by the way, forgive me if we run a little bit over time today, but I want to say this morning that God is a God of restoration. He is a God of restoration. When you think about the, pericle, the, 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 the parable of the prodigal son, father's heart was demonstrated so wonderfully there. What did he do to that son? He restored the years that the locusts had eaten. He gave him his full inheritance back. 
he slaughtered an animal, probably more than one, put a beautiful coat on him, put a ring on his finger. That's what God wants to do. You might be in that situation today. And I want to say to you, that's Father's heart for you. Don't believe any other nonsense. Believe what God says. Believe that picture that He gives us through the prodigal son. And I'm wanting to say today that God is not over with His work of restoration in this local body, in this local family. God is not done. God is not through. His work of restoration will continue. And as we began to meet as a church four years ago, as we began to come together, this aspect of the anointing of restoration actually took me by surprise. We were looking forward to having church. We were looking forward to coming together and meeting as God's people and a new family being birthed. But I didn't quite expect the level of restoration that I began to see in individuals' lives, in the church as a whole, in my family situation, the restoration that God has poured out has actually taken by surprise. But this is what God specializes in. And when Jesus stood up on that day of the feast and the book, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him, Jesus went and looked for a specific place. And then he began to read he basically began to say, here I am to restore. Because it says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news to the poor. That's restoration. He has sent me to heal broken-hearted people. That's restoration. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives, recovery of sight to blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus stood up and he said, everybody's gotten pretty messed up and I'm here to restore things to the original pattern. I'm here to bring the kingdom of my Father and to restore people's hearts and lives. And the ministry of Jesus will never end until we see him face to face and you and I look at him and we become like him as the Bible says in the twinkling of an eye. But the ministry of Jesus will continue. It will continue. The ministry of restoration, it will continue. I declare over this church, it's carrying on in the name of Jesus. It's carrying on in the name of Jesus. It's not about to stop. Jesus is the anointed one who brings restoration. And it says in that scripture, in Joel, it says, I will restore to you the year. No? The years that the locusts have eaten. In other words, destruction did not come in one year. Destruction did not come in two years. But destruction came through the process of years and years and years. But God says, even so, I will restore the years, plural. You might be feeling that you can relate to that. <laughs> you might be feeling it has been a case of years. But I want to say, even so, God wants to restore. It says, the swarming locust, 
the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust. Why all of these locusts? To indicate the successiveness of the inroads. In other words, you may have faced something time and time again. You may have faced suffering over and over again. But God says there's good news. He says that I will restore. You may have been stolen from in terms of a failed marriage, a rebellious child, death in the family, financial loss, marital unfaithfulness, physical threats, being retrenched, violence, emotional health, physical health, being cheated in your business, lies being spread about you. God's not intimidated by the extent of the loss, but He wants to bring restoration. You see, the locusts speak of so many little things. Locusts are lots of little things that have come and come and come and come. And Stefan, this is for you. I see you watching me over there. This is for you. It's for everybody. But I just feel to highlight you, my friend, that there's been lots of little things that have been stolen and stolen and stolen through lots of locusts, lots of small things that have eaten and eaten and eaten. But in the name of Jesus, I declare to you today, today that the Lord will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. In Ezekiel 36, 11, it says, And I will cause you to be inhabited according to your former estate, and I will do better for you than at your beginnings. And I say, what a gracious God we serve. What a gracious God we serve. In God's book, this is what restoration means. means, I will give you fruitful years as a full compensation for your loss. I will restore the years the locusts have eaten. I will give you full compensation. Sorry, I will give you fruitful years as a full compensation for your loss. In simple terms, God is wanting to make it up to you. God is wanting to make it up to you. No matter what you've suffered, no matter how severe your loss has been, I remind you of the good news of the Anointed One and His anointing, and the work that He wants to do in your life.